America's next great trainer podcast, your source for training, education, and motivation, covering sports, events, and happenings in health, fitness, motivation, and nutrition, interviews with the leaders and experts, trainers, coaches, instructors, athletes, competitors, and celebrities, providing you with advice, tips, and information, including inspirational and empowering stories and the positive impact of personal trainers, sharing their passion, knowledge, words of wisdom for you to perform at your optimal level on the field, in the ring, on the world stage, and in the game of life to be the absolute very best you can be. America's next Great Trainer Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ANGT Podcast, America's Next Great Trainer. I'm your host, Pat Buzzard. You've probably figured that out by now because I'm always the one doing the, the talking, the, the yammering on at the microphone. Anyways, uh, I couldn't be more excited about this. I got to sit down, and there's only one word for this guy, legend. Legend. I'm not joking. This guy... Well, this guy got a pretty wicked nickname from arguably one of the toughest guys that ever played professional football. I'm talking about Dan the Beast Severn. He was nicknamed... Well, actually, I'll let him tell you the story because he talks about it. But Dan is has, has an incredible combat career. Uh, he started out as a high school wrestler, then went to college wrestling, All-American, uh, Olympic alternate he was uh then went to cage fighting he was in the first generation of the cage fighting in the ufc and the the cage rage and i mean back when the rules were don't bite my thumb off let's fight like i mean that's kind of pretty heavy duty stuff and then late in what would be considered the career of being a professional combatant uh, Dan was like, you know, this 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 professional wrestling, as he likes to call it, looks pretty cool too. Let me uh, let me try my hat at that. And you know, he <laughs> he only happened to uh, become world heavyweight champion twice in the NWA, and he was uh, even did a, a stint in the in the WWE. So check this out; it's incredible. Dan Severn. Hello, welcome to ANGT Podcast, America's next great trainer. We are live at the Arnold Sports Festival in Columbus, Ohio, the largest multi-sports health and fitness weekend in the world. An empire built on a handshake between creator Jim Lormer and the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. 250,000 attendees, 80 sporting events, 21,000 athletes and competitors. ANGT Podcast, bringing to you interviews with athletes, trainers, coaches, instructors, and experts in the world of medicine, health, fitness, sports performance, nutrition, and motivation. America's next Great Trainer Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ANGT Podcast, America's next Great Trainer. My, I'm your host. My name is Pat Buzzard. You know that already. And I'm here with a legend of multiple... Uh, well, I mean, just on, on every level. You say disciplines. <laughs> disciplines. You know, that's why, yeah, sure. Multiple disciplines, multiple events, multiple everything. Uh, Dan Severn. Did I, did I say Severn? Yeah, that, that, that's perfect. You know, you I, got I, it. I like it. So, Dan, give me, 
Let's so anyone that's possibly not heard of you. Let's uh, let's let's get a few highlights Pat, here. Okay, I'll, you, I'll go like this. I have been involved in athletics for over forty some odd years. Uh, most people will only recall me maybe from the professional wrestling world or the cage fighting world. I use the term cage fighting because the 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 phrase mixed martial arts or MMA wasn't coined until roughly say 2005 2006. Right. The predecessor before that was called NHB which stood for no holes barred which started December 1993. My so if we want to really backdate this I started my amateur wrestling career in 1969 in 7th grade. Wow. I started teaching wrestling by 1971. I won my first national title in 72. And then, then, then okay, jump ahead. By 76, I'm the number one uh, amateur wrestler in the United States at my weight class. I even had a congressional nomination to go to the Air Force Academy in that. I had the academics and the athletics, so I'm a jock with the brain. But again, professional uh, level-wise... I was a professional wrestler first as of the 92 Olympics and as a 94 uh, cage fighter or mixed martial artist as they know. So, and, and the ring name, The Beast, was given to me by the legendary football player Jim Brown of the Cleveland Browns. Jim Brown, wow. He was one of the play-by-play commentators for half a dozen of the events. And he couldn't believe because I'm the only guy that showed up wearing a sports jacket, a tie, wearing my glasses. And he actually, he along with everyone else thought I was somebody's agent <laughs> until he saw me climb into the cage. He's like, you're like Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman. Take your, your glasses off, take your jacket off, and you kind of come unglued. So, uh, You know, so just even that little bit we've talked about. All right, we're just scratching the surface. But I think a, a, a sign of greatness is someone that can, and I'm going to say reinvent, but you continued to compete in everything you were in, from academics. Like, I mean, you know, there's, yeah. you don't get an Air Force Academy recommendation yeah. on just on athletics alone. Uh, on athletics, you're world class. Uh, and then as the as as opportunities either presented themselves or or did you, or was it a situation of you uh, you ran as far as you could go in a particular no no I mean as things actually presented themselves because uh, you know again you know just you know going up starting off with like the amateur wrestling it was just you know just as, as a kid coming up through the ranks in your um, seventh, like I said in junior high uh, mm -hmm. grades they were teaching you know you, you had actually actually had a physical education class right now what yeah. they what they pawn off today as a physical ed education class uh, it, it's, it's a just a travesty and we wonder why the United States is the most obese country because we don't teach people you can go Pat, I also have a teaching degree from Arizona State University so I, I signed up to be a substitute teacher just to keep going, walking in and see what's yeah. really being done. So when I go in to be a sub, I'm a sub for you name it. And I even go in and do every now and then do a phys ed class. 25% or more of that class won't even dress out. And yet the teacher passes them. I go, not in my place. I go, right. I, I, I actually have standards in my training facility. And I have asked some people to leave my facility because you cannot abide by my rules and regulations. You need to go. You find a home that fits you. You don't fit in my house. Wow. Yeah, you know, that is, uh, you know, and I don't like to say the generation coming up is softer like it's their fault. Oh, because no, Pat, 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 you could be, you asked me about it. 
they are the, the the generation that's coming up right now. This the, the the land of the millennials are so weak physically, but even weaker yet mentally because their parents did not do what they should have done for them. But then at the same token, it's because you know everyone thinks that we're underneath a microscope, right? Of looking right. at things. I mean, you know, when when they took out when when corporal punishment was taken out of our school systems. I remember walking into, into school and seeing the paddle displayed on the wall, and it even had it, it even had on it engraved onto it "Board of Education." <laughs> and you might get out of line once, but after that, teacher lit your rear bottom behind, and it's it's a shame that the the, the teacher had to do it. Where was where was your mom or dad in the process of it right now? But yeah. we live in an, in an era where. I think more people are divorced than what they are married, or they're starting on their second or third marriage, right, and right. so we have blended families. So there's there's a, a big disruption there now. Again, we think we could do a whole episode. On we get a whole one. episode on that. But that to me, it's I'm just a sticker of that. There are rules, there are regulations, and yes, there are exceptions mm-hmm. to rules and regulations, but they are few and far in between. I mean, I I, I personally like to, to believe that you know learn the rules, abide by the rules before you get the privilege to break the rules. You know, like... Okay, again, I'm just kind of thinking about that phrase right now. And, yeah. and yes, to me... Like you got to learn the system before you can, you can kind right. of start to step outside the system. But uh, so as you were coming up through, so you were a wrestler in high school. Yes. Did you play anything out like or was that? Oh, was no, that I, your pr- I mean, in high school, multi-sport. I, uh, multi-sports. In the fall, it was football. In the wintertime, it was wrestling. In the springtime, track and field. But you know, I, I even I still wrestled even spring and summer long. And where, did, where did where did you grow up? What what part uh, of the country? Michigan, Michigan, uh, Michigan yeah. yeah, state of Michigan, uh, small uh, little community known as Montrose, Michigan. And I I actually get a ch- I always love it when I get a chance to say Montrose, Michigan, because most people say. It always says Coldwater. I go, well, that's where I live today. Right. And so they just look for where, where do you live? Uh, Coldwater, Michigan. But a lot of the people that, 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 I, that I've come from, yeah, they always like, well, dude, you wrestled all your years there. You, that's where you came from. I go, I, I so I'll, I always like it when I can at least plug Montrose, Michigan. So you rose to the ranks there. And then did you wrestle? Did you go to college and wrestle? Did you? Yes. Okay. I, I, I ended up, uh, again, by 19, like I said, in, by 1976, I started wrestling 69, 71 I'm teaching, 72 I won my first national title. Right. By 1976, I'm the number one recruit in the United States at my weight class. Wow. So again, I had the academics and the athletics where I could go right. anywhere I wanted to. I chose Arizona State University. Wow. My, my, uh, my, my brothers, I have one older brother and I have a couple of younger ones. I, I, I'm a big advocate of, of body and mind. Yeah. The, the more intelligent that you are, the, the better athlete you are. And I, I use my own family for just education. My grandfather was, um, was an uneducated man. He could not read nor write, mm-hmm. but he had an intelligent mind. He could mm-hmm. figure things on out. When he used to go to local grainery and stuff like this, he made his mark in the ledger. And I saw this all firsthand. So again, that was first gen- okay, and my grandmother, she was born and raised in Bayport, Michigan, on the fishing docks. She was asked to leave school because she had a mouth like a salty sailor. <laughs> so, both uneducated people, you know, basically would be classified as illiterate. Okay, yeah. first generation. They had, uh, they had uh, twelve children. My father was the baby. 
baby of 12 of 12 children of, of, of 12 living children again they didn't go to the hospital right. you we had the, your, your babies at home with the midwife and all that my father you know all of his brothers and sisters you know they graduated out of high school he was the first one to graduate and then take a couple of college courses and then you know start off on the assembly line but then go moved into supervision second generation third generation i have seven other brothers and sisters wow all eight of us have college degrees incredible. so I, I use my own family to That's say incredible from two two individuals that were classified as illiterate to have you know to go from one thing to the next generation my father being just the first one out of 12 living children just take a couple college classes and then you know, now to have eight children uh, and siblings that, that have eight degrees I always tell people, you can improve your situation if that's what you want to do. Right. I, success doesn't happen. Success, like, your work happens, and then if you have, if, and there's no magic formula. Work hard, have a goal, you will improve. Yes. Do you maybe hit the brass ring? No, not every, I mean, not everyone's meant to hit the brass ring, and the brass ring's only got room for one to grab. So, but that's okay. The journey to get to it is, is going to be well worth And that same journey that you took applies into so many other areas of your life. Because, you know, we're here at the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic, and you hear all the screaming and howling in the background because you got people that are lifting incredible weights. you got people doing physique contests. I mean, you know, we're surrounded by, you know, what, 100 plus thousand people. Yeah, there's over 100,000 people. Yeah, this. doing yeah. whatever they're doing here right now. But it is, it's, it's incredible that, that there are all so many people that have come to this out of an idea that... that came about 30 some years ago to do an event like this and to see though how it's grown to magnitude i was actually at the first couple arnold classic when it was in the old armory a small one room yeah you know? and that, that's and you know went from that to now the biggest building yes. in columbus ohio and it spills out into other buildings oh, this, like uh, this uh, is a multi multi-venue they got buses that are running out to all these different units because th there's not enough room yeah, in there you to can't do it. you can't park within a mile of this place yes. you know it's 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 amazing so so again, I, the, the journey to me is incredible because of each place was not a resting stop for you. You were, And to this day, I can tell by the way you talk about life and fitness that you're always looking to improve. You're always looking to learn. You know, you, you, you see an opportunity and it, it seems like you're like, well, let's see where this goes. Well, just even like being here this weekend, I'm handing I'm hand out a, a lot of business cards. And I know that for the next two, three months... It's going to continue to be like Christmas. It, right. it, it's literally, every day is like Christmas already because I go every day when I start my computer, I'll get an email that will come in from somebody I met, whether it was 10, 20, 30 plus years ago, mm -hmm. and now I taught my peers. I taught my peers children, and now they're having children. I'm on my third generation here right now. Now, like, for example, I've got, I've got, Two grandsons right now. You know, one that's one and one that's, I think, eight months now. Wow. And then I even told my son and, and, and mom, okay, for, okay. I told both, both, both of uh, the parents right there, I go, if you allow me to have my grandsons on a regular basis, I could probably save you, oh, 150 to a quarter of a million dollars on a college education. They would be wrestlers, though. Well... I have a four-year-old son, Dan, and I'm gonna. I'm, you didn't offer it to me, but I can tell you offered it to me. So I'm gonna drive him up to Michigan to cold water. Would you say no. cold water, Michigan? Cold water, Michigan. I'm gonna drop him off. What is a week good enough for you? Two weeks. Well, a month? I mean, if, you, if you're looking for me to, to help to get his college, I need a little bit more than just a week. All right, all right I'll, one week a month, I'll just drop him off. He's a really nice kid. Like, <laughs> you're gonna love him. You're gonna love him. So, so, so you. No, well, honestly, when you say that, 
I don't, Actually, I'm 100% serious. I tell yeah. people that I guarantee my results knowing that most of the people I talk to, they're not willing to pay the price. Mm -hmm. There is people, you know, they see people, you know, okay, we're surrounded by greatness inside this room yes. all alone. Right. And what makes everyone, everyone so unique? What well, it's the price that they were willing to pay to get up early to do whatever it is they had to do because they didn't have enough time. Being in a gymnasium, gymnasium, one of my from the yeah. 1940s, being in a gym right. at, at, at 5 a.m. Yeah. Takes, takes a level of dedication. What, whether you do that before you go to work, whether you do that during your lunchtime, whether you do that after work, it's what are you doing to improve yourself. Again, then we're just talking about a gym aspect, but if yeah. you also... If you do that uh, with a book, if you do that with... You know, I, I, yeah. listen to people, I listen to people bitch all the time. I go... Well, why don't you make, do something different? Well, what can I do? I go, you have 24 hours a day, don't you? Yeah. I go, I sleep for six. And I, and I go, and I bust my ass for 18. It's right. an easy equation how to pick up a couple of hours. I go, because is it all working? No, it's not. Right. So people have a lot of free time that they they don't want to pay the price. Yeah. And, and you know, as a population, you know, we're so... Spoiled is the word I'm going to use, and it's nobody's fault. But man, you, these these you know, nobody even walks anywhere anymore. You know, you, you have to have a treadmill to get exercise because yes. you know I grew up in the country. I grew up in the farmlands. You know, I, we walked everywhere or rode a little bicycle everywhere. Now, you know, you got to go to a, you got to drive to a building to get on a bicycle that doesn't go anywhere. Yes, so well, that's, the, that's <laughs> the funny part when you bring that up because in the little old Coldwater, Michigan, there are four four other gyms in there, and they allow me to market. My materials in their gyms, and 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 I will allow them to market their materials in my gym because yeah. I do not want their clientele, and that's one of my perfect examples. Is I don't want someone so lazy that they're going to drive to my facility and walk on a treadmill. <laughs> Good outside, walk, get some fresh air on top of this. Walk with a few other people. Go walk your dog or yeah. something like call that. Call me, call me, do that for a month, yeah. and then give me a call. Yeah. that's great. So, so you say the current population probably knows you more from your professional wrestling than anything well, else. Uh, like, a, like a day like today, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm glad. I've watched you, by the way, I've, you know, we're in the same booth and it's been a pleasure to watch you work and every single person that walks up to you, you're gracious, you talk as long as they want to talk, right. you shake hands, you take photos. And believe me, we, in an event like this, we're all working long days, we're yep. all standing up, we're all, you know, it's, you're a true professional. It's my pleasure to just even be in the same booth well, with no, you. Well, so. no, I'm glad you observed that. I'm, I'm, I'm big about, I'm not here just to do the quick little hair. Take a picture, pay me my money, and, and, and be, be off with you. No, right. no, no. I'm... We're, we, we all are only going to be here so long on this planet. Amen. And Father Time, eventually, it's all, it's all time champion. Yep. So a lot... I've, I've been asked the question a lot of times over the decades... You know, they're like, they're like, dude, you can't fight forever. Dude, you can't wrestle forever. And they're like, they, they still see me doing it. And I go, they're like, going, dude, how old are you now? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe you can do this forever. Yeah, maybe you can. But I, but the thing is, you want what? What is your legacy going to be when when you're d gone? What is your legacy? And I go, the first time I was ever asked to ask that question, I says, well, it's it's easy for me. Simply. I made a difference. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. I, I, I don't want to say Dan Severn was a great fighter, Dan Severn was this. No, no. I made, made a, a difference. difference. I have... The cool part now is I've been around so long, I will go through like an event, uh, you know, so, something like similar to this, and this just happened just a few years ago. I happened to be out in Las Vegas at the Gun and Knife Show. Yeah. So 
a huge complex just like this one room that we're in. So you got probably, I don't know, 30, 40,000 people just walk around in, in that one room. So as I'm, I'm at a booth doing my thing there, but every now and then I want to walk around because I want to see all the, all the shiny objects. Right, and you want to see, see the, the stuff, yeah. yeah. And so I, I go walk around, and as I walk around, I hear someone going, hey, coach. I heard it, but I go, ah, it can't be me. And I kept on walking on and it goes, hey, coach Severn. I turn around, and there, there was this man mountain of an individual. He's in all in uniform or stuff like this. I walk up to him, and I'm, I'm like going, you have the upper hand. And I go, I says, should I know you? He goes, oh, I don't expect you to remember me. He goes, I just want you to know that I went to your amateurist camp when I was in junior high. And I'm like, my little Billy, how you have grown. He, he didn't even need a weapon. You, just, you could have mounted something on his shoulder. Yeah, and he, he, he was he, yeah. but, but the cool part was he recited. He goes, you said this. You told us that. And, and it and made goes, a difference. And, and, and it did. It did. And it's like, so, you know, a lot of people just, you got to realize what you represent. People are observing more and more. And with that cell phone, oh, my statements to a lot of young people is be careful of that cell phone mm -hmm. because what takes it takes you a lifetime to build a reputation but mere seconds to destroy have a click of a clip of a, a, a little mini clip right. or something like this that's been taken out of context or even now they can simply just superimpose your face right. and throw audio and this is what they had ever said and, 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 and you're guilty before you can ever be innocent. Right, you have to prove them wrong, which is almost impossible to do. Well, Dan, I, I totally hate to do this. Maybe I'll get you more later, but you, uh, there's some people stopping by to see you. How, if, I, if I'm at home and I'm listening yeah. to this and I'm like, I'd like to talk to Dan or I'd like to see if Dan can help me. Is there, is there a way we can reach out? Like, is there like- yeah, a, a, the, the very best way would be through my website at www.dansevern.com. Severin is spelled S-E. V like Victor. E-R-N. DanSeverin.com. And it has all the social media outlets right there. Fantastic. Where my, my, my gyms are located. And, and, and you know, the email address is the best way of contact me for time being. Well, th thank you so much. You're, you're, it's, it's my honor to be in the same room with you. No, so, no. So I, so I, you're, I appreciated the, no the opportunity here. And uh, we're, we're going to get this out to everybody. Thanks, Dan. Go, thank you. Go change some lives. So one of the cool things about this gig that I have, this uh, talking to super cool, super fit, super smart, super, super people, is uh, I get on the front edge of, of information, of techniques, of just the things that are coming down the road, the super cool stuff. Um, I will say this, I rarely get starstruck. Uh, where I'm like, humana, humana, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to say. And I gotta be honest, Dan Severn is one of those guys that when you're standing beside him, he's a big boy. Uh, when you're standing beside him, there's a lot, uh, it's intimidating. And again, I'm not gonna say starstruck. I was starstruck. I totally was starstruck. But Dan, thank you so much. Don't forget to check him out at www dansevern.com and that's d-a-n-s-e-v-e-r-n dot com and that's spelled with a period and a c and an o and an m if you don't know that i honestly can't help you rob get me out of here america's next great trainer podcast your source for training education and motivation 